All praises be to the Most High Yahweh, creator of all things, worthy of all praise, glory, and honor, power, and majesty, and dominion forever and ever. Also acknowledging his only begotten Son, our Lord and Savior, Yahweh Shah Hamashiach, also known as Yahusha, Yeshua, and who the Gentiles refer to as Jesus. Also acknowledging the Ruach HaKadosh, which is the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, the Comforter, leading and guiding in all truth and righteousness, bringing all things to remembrance. Good morning, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another episode of Talking Prophecy. Today we're going to be speaking about um, Revelations chapter 12. We're going to take a closer look, and we're going to see that these events are in chronological order. And so that's what we're going to be mapping out as we go forward in this pod, in this podcast. But just a quick recap from the last podcast that I did, speaking of the um, complete and holy nation, where we realize now that Israel will be gathered from the four corners of the earth. They will be cleansed. They will be filled with the Ruach HaKadosh, and they will be saved. All Israel will be saved. But also, the Gentiles will also receive um, an opportunity to cleave to Israel. And those that cleave, they will go back into the land with Israel and they will become men servants and handmaids. But they will also be filled with the Ruach HaKadosh. This servitude is not an evil servitude. Like I was saying in the last podcast, if we were only getting treated half as well as they're going to be treated in the land of Israel, the majority of Israelites wouldn't even wouldn't want to leave. But I just want to point out, this is not that whipped, if you do something wrong type of bondage servitude. This is a righteous servitude. And if you do well, you should receive well. First off, Revelations chapter 12, verse 6. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared of power that they should feed her there a thousand, two hundred and threescore days. Most people don't realize that this is a second Exodus scripture. When the woman flees into the wilderness, this is Israel and the strangers returning back home in the land of Israel. If most people also do not realize that second Exodus is only prepared for 1260 days. The most high prepared uh, a place of safety and refuge for Israel and the servants for 1260 days. This is not a eternal life type of situation. At the end of the 1260 days, things start to collapse. But I want you to understand in the beginning, it's going to be a very blessed time. The land will begin to look like the Garden of Eden after a while. So we'll proceed forward. But that's first off. Before the marriage supper, which the Gentiles refer to as rapture, before that event, before great tribulation, before um, the second coming, second exodus must happen first. So that's Israel and the Gentiles, the strangers, returning home to the lands of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. After returning home for the 1260 days, toward the ending of those 1260 days, the scripture says this, 
Well, before I read the scripture, let me set the background some more and say, toward the ending of the 1260 days, there will begin to be a falling away. This is where it applies where men will become lovers of themselves, itching ears, giving heed to false doctrines, doctrines of devils. This is where this is, will be taking place at. This is where it will occur. And so the land will become 50-50, representing the 10 virgins. We all started out clean. We were all washed and clean in the beginning, entering the lands. But as time progresses, people begin to fall away and become lovers of themselves and forsaking the covenant. This is what's going to happen toward the ending of the 1260 days. Revelations chapter 12, verses 7 through 9. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought at his angels, and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And, that, and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. So, brothers and sisters, here we see, toward the ending of the 1260 days, that there will be war in heaven, and the fallen angels will be cast out to the earth. This, we're going to prove that this hasn't happened yet. And the way we're going to be able to prove that this hasn't happened yet is based on the Antichrist. For we know that the Antichrist will ascend from the bottomless pit. But how does the pit get open? The pit becomes open when one of the falling angels unlocks that pit. He has the key to it and he opens the pit and the sun becomes darkened. So, the fallen angels have to fall first before the Antichrist can ascend out of the pit. This is how we know that the uh, fallen angels have to have to be cast to the earth first. Also, we know when the um, the Antichrist, the beast, ascends from the pit, that he's going to have a deadly wound. One of his heads will have a deadly wound. It is Satan that is going to heal this wound. Also, Satan must transfer power unto the beast. So before the Antichrist, the beast, is able to go and enter into the temple, all of these events have to take place first. When the Antichrist enters that temple, he is fully loaded. He is ready to go. And so this is the sequence of events that must take place. We enter into the second exodus. Toward the end, things begin to fall apart and war breaks out in heaven. Once war breaks out in heaven, Satan and his fallen angels are cast to this earth. One of these angels has the key to the bottomless pit. He opens it and up comes the uh, um, Antichrist ascending from that pit. His wound is healed through Satan and Satan transfers the power unto him. So to recap, First, we enter in to the lands of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Second, Exodus. Secondly, war breaks out in heaven. Angels are cast to the earth. They open the bottomless pit, and up comes the Antichrist. 
Revelations 12, 13, 14. And when the dragon saw that he was cast unto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. So once the serpent shakes off the cobweb, cobwebs and realizes he's on earth, he comes for the woman. He begins to persecute the woman, which is Israel, and knows that cl that clave uh, was cleaving to Israel. And so now she's given wings. This is where the marriage supper is being referred to. This is the rapture. That the, This is what the Gentiles call the rapture, which is really the marriage supper of the Lamb. So the wings represent flight. And the um, destination is from earth which to the wilderness, but really that wilderness is in the kingdom. That's why um, Yahawashah said, many will come from the east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom. Because this is where we're going. This is where, who are these that came out of, um, these are those that came out of great tribulation, having washed their robes in the blood of the lamb. The scripture calls it wilderness. But it really is the kingdom. And so, wings were given to this woman. This is the church of Philadelphia, which was promised to be kept from the hour of temptation. Because they were keeping the words, they were kept from that hour of temptation, which is the, the uh, marriage supper of the Lamb. This is the five virgins who went in, the other um, foolish virgins, they all ran out. So they had to go back and buy. And while they went to buy, the wolves that are ready, they went into the marriage supper. And that's what this, these wings represent. This is also, and the dead in Yahawashah shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet him in the air. This is the marriage supper and what the Gentiles refer to as rapture. There are several scriptures that point to this event happening. I don't understand how, especially my people, a lot of them, cannot see this. The scriptures are deep with leaving planet Earth and going into the, the um, heavens. Enoch did it. Elijah has done it. You know, Paul was there. The scripture has a lot of um, John, when he was receiving revelation, he was there. So I don't understand why there's such a big doubt that this is going to occur. So we also see that there is a time frame given here. A time, a time and times and half a time. Three and a half years. So the same amount of time that will be given to the beast to rule 42 months is the same amount of time that the church will be absent from the hour of temptation, from great tribulation, from the day of the Lord, from Jacob's trouble. All of these names are describing the same time frame. And the Church of Philadelphia, the wise virgins, the those who are in Yahawashah living right will escape this. And the foolish will have to deal with 
great tribulation. So recapping again, first movement, 1260 days, second exodus, Israel and the Gentiles returning, everyone saved, 10 virgins, everyone holy. But as time progresses, they begin to fall away. And the scripture has it as 50, 50, five wise, five foolish. Now understand these 10 virgins really represent millions. And so 50% will still be serving and 50% will fall away. And abominations will begin to spread in the land. War breaks out is the next thing. The angels, fallen angels are cast out of heaven to the earth. One of those fallen angels has the key to the bottomless pit. He opens that pit and ascends the Antichrist. From there, Satan heals the, um, heals the Antichrist of his deadly wound and gives him the powers of his daddy. He transfers his power unto the beast. And from there, no, but no, before that happens, before that happens, Satan will attack the woman. Once he realizes he's been kicked out of heaven, he will attack the woman and the woman will be given wings and she will fly away to her next destination of safety prepared by the Most High for a time, times, and half a time, three and a half years. So these are the chronological events that will take place once we enter into the wilderness. Understand also, once we enter into the wilderness, there will be only seven years left before the end of the age. Seven years left before the end of this, this age. We're close, brothers and sisters, very close. This is why when it tells you about second Exodus, it gives you the number 1260 days. And then a prophet Daniel tells you, paraphrasing here, that we'll hold on. Yes, let me pull the scripture so I can say it verbatim. Um, Daniel says in Daniel chapter 9, verse 27, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. So in the midst, in the middle, like I told you, 1260 days takes you to the point where the beast will enter into the temple. By this time that the beast enters into the temple, he is fully loaded, ready to go. He is getting ready to claim his 42 months. At the same time the beast enters the temple, Jerusalem is being surrounded by his armies. So this is that mill from second Exodus to this point where he enters the temple is the middle. And the ending is the 42 months. So the beginning of great tribulation, the Antichrist starts that by entering into the temple with those armies. 
they will take the city and they will kill many and he will wear out the saints. So the ex, um, the beast reign, the 42 month reign of the beast stretches from the beginning of great tribulation all the way to um, the second coming of our savior. Once the savior cracks those skies, him and his armies come back, they take down these kingdoms, the beast and the false prophet will be taken and they will be cast alive into the burning lake of fire. So 1260 days. I don't know how many of you know this, but if you multiply 42 30 day months, you come up with 1260 days. Again, 42 30 day months equal 1260. So that's seven complete years. That's the seven week. That's the that's that one week that that is being referred to in Daniel. Also, the Savior said, when you see the abomination spoken of by Daniel the prophet, then shall be great tribulation because it's going to be the Antichrist that's going to bring great tribulation. And so that lasts until the beginning of great tribulation till the second coming. And that's when it ends. So again, the complete seven years is what? Israel returning home for 1260 days. Toward the end of those 1260 days, things begin to change because the land is now beginning to be full with abomination again. Half of the people have turned back to their vomit. You know, they were clean and everybody was ready, but they begin to say in their hearts like the evil servant, my Lord delayeth his coming and begin to eat and drink with the drunken. And these will go into great tribulation. They will miss the marriage supper of the lamb. So you have to keep in your mind when these events happen, if, if the most high allows us to live, when we get back to the land of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, keep your mind right and understand that you're not home yet. Live holy, even though we're going to be so blessed, it's going to be a blessed time. And that's the, the problem for a lot of my people. I know because Sometimes when you're, all your bills are paid, when you don't have any real worries, you begin to get real loose and you begin to act unseemly. And a lot of people, unfortunately, this is what's going to happen. They're going to give heed to seducing spirits, doctrines of devils. And so we have to be on guard, knowing that these things will occur and not let these things happen to us. Okay, so I'm going to leave it right here for now. I pray that it was an edifying lesson for you. I mean, there's a lot in there. If you, The more you study this, the more you'll be able to understand and be able to help others as we go forward. And that's the main thing, to have everyone speaking the same thing with structure, not off the top of our heads in fantasy land, but through the scriptures, making a, a, a sure foundation of prophecy. I love you, brothers and sisters. Hold on and press till we meet, make it all the way into the kingdom. All praises to the Most High Yahweh, His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai, and to the Ruach HaKadosh. Until we meet next time, Shalom.